because we always have challenges in our life, okay? And the biggest challenge we always had is our mental well-being, our minds, okay, that we can do this sort of stuff. So the book basically handles, first of all, the mindset challenge. Urban Jungle brings stories from people around the globe that design and build a better world. I am Magda Flores and this is Urban Jungle. Welcome. Did you know that where we live and how we interact with others affects our well-being? Yet, when we talk about well-being, we tend to refer only to the individual. Our well-being influences and is influenced by our community and the environment we live in. It is time to shift the paradigm from my well-being to our well-being. Check out the courses on urban well-being at cywem.org. This is a conversation with Jay Munoz, co-founder of Assets for Life and author of Property Metamorphosis. Hi, Jay. To break the ice and help us picture where you are, I normally start by asking about a place you like to visit near where you are. First of all, thanks ever so much for having me today. I like your question. I love cycling. My favorite place is a reservoir nearby. and I could just go and cycle, mountain biking uh, around here. I'm able to relax, do exercise, let my mind wander, enjoy myself. So I love this place. It's called Alton uh, Reservoir, and it's about 45 minutes from where I live, from Colchester. Oh, fantastic. Colchester in the UK. I haven't cycled for a long, long time. That is a great excuse, and we'll go around the reservoir. That sounds like a, like a pretty nice thing to do. Absolutely. Anytime. Be my guest. <laughs> Your name is Jay Munoz, as we pronounce it in English, but it's actually Jay yep. Munoz, right? Like we yep. do with the Enye. <laughs> Correct. So, <laughs> That's right. That tells me that you are South American, right? So Correct. Tell me, yeah. tell me, whereabouts in South America are you from? Well, okay. I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the mischievous bit in here, okay? So I am with the Caribbean, the Pacific, the Andes, and the Amazon meet. Right. Can you take a guess? Oh. <laughs> well, I think potentially from somewhere as exciting as Colombia. Is yeah, that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Spot on. <laughs> so yeah. Burning Colombia uh, myself. Yeah. Oh, what a fantastic place. From Colombia to the UK, would you tell us a little bit about your story? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, how much time do you have today? Because, <laughs> 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 right. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, born in Colombia, I decided about 20, 21 years ago that I wanted to improve myself. Um, I always constantly in, in the hunt for my better self. Well, I'm in competition with myself. I've got a mission in life, which is being a personal legend. So I wanted to study English and I decided to come to this beautiful tropical island called United <laughs> okay. Kingdom. Um, and, and then yeah, 20 years ago, I was basically, I finished university. I did uh, civil engineering back home, but I wanted to do an MSc and I decided to emigrate to the UK. And my initial goal was to go to the United States and do an MSc over there. But once I've, uh, I arrived, I decided to stay in here and settle. So basically I'm an immigrant and, you know, I, I had nothing back 
basically a suitcase full of dreams when I arrived in the UK. And, and once I settled and started ticking all the boxes one by one, uh, I'm now, you know, I've got more dreams. So, yeah, so that's my little story. Been, uh, been in the UK for about 21 years. I started initially studying on a visa student. Then I jump into uh, being in the corporate world, working for several companies, consultancies. When I finished my MSc, I got a work permit. And then once I got my residency, I started sort of a different journey. Well, six years ago, I decided to jump from the rat race sort of corporate world into being an entrepreneur and a founder of a, a company called Assets for Life, which I'm very proud of. One of those moments in life when you think, okay, I can do something else with my life. And I decided to jump into the entrepreneurship. And, and then um, once I've been uh, successful in that journey, let's say, I managed to also write the book. I would like to know, you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And your perspective of the whole world totally changed. Absolutely. Yeah, no, really good question. Well, basically, this is one of those things, right? I'm an avid runner and I love sports, okay? So cycling, running, gymming, I love that sort of thing. So one day, this is about 2006, I was running. Uh, I used to live in West Byfleet in Surrey uh, while I was working for a company called Michelle. They were based in West Byfleet. So I was running in one direction and I saw this guy running in the opposite direction. Somehow, you know, I decided to go and talk to this guy. So I went and said, oh, you know, do you mind if I run with you? And the guy said, oh, of course, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it together. And we started chatting, you know, we chatted about life. And at the end of the run, he said, you know, what do you do for a living? And I explained that I was civil engineer and I was working for this company. And he said, have you ever read this book called Retard for Dad? And I said, no, never. And July reading, I'm like, yeah, absolutely love reading. Like, he gave me a copy of that book. And you know what? Honestly, I couldn't put the book down. And it's one of those things in life that probably you might be familiar with this, Magda, but it's called a Saturday moment. When you see you pass, you present, and your future all aligned when I wrote that book. Um, I was obviously in, in you know, uh, Stephen Covey says, another really great book book called Seven Habits of Highly, Highly Effective People, I was climbing the wrong ladder, you know, I didn't even realize that. So I was making money for other people, and I was selling my time. And when I wrote the book, this needs to change, you know, I cannot really let this happen anymore. And I decided to jump in a completely and utterly different journey of creating businesses. And in my head, it was spinning with other options and stuff. Until I decided that the best way forward was property. So I started investing in property in about 2007 as a hobby, let's say. And I decided to go full on. So we did, with my other half now, we did a course with a company called Property Mentor. Uh, we started understanding more about HMOs, how to purchase them and so on and so forth. So then this is when I all sort of started and I decided to sort of have two parallel careers one was like a sort of part-time in property investment and one you know continue with my journey as an engineer because I wanted to be chartered and in 2008 got chartered but this is the thing you probably your listeners will resonate this with them as well when you're comfortable 
right? When you, uh, you know, you've got your money coming in your bank account and stuff. And also when you get more experience, then your boss says, okay, you're now chartered. Then here is more responsibility for you. Obviously a pay rise, but then you spend more time, you know, more time in the office, you know, all your energy and so on and so forth. And until 2015, I said to myself, this is enough. You know, I want to do this full time. And this is when all my journey started. You know, 2016, I set up Assets for Life. And last year, I decided to go on another journey and write a book about it because I wanted to give, uh, you know, to the to the people that wrote my book, a similar Saturday moment so where they have the way they see the past, the present and the future all aligned, but also give them some tools. So that's the reason pretty much what I did this book. You know, I was inspired by Ravi Kiyosaki uh, book and, and I just went and did something else, something similar, hopefully with a little bit more tools for your listeners if they like to read my book. So what sort of challenges are you addressing in your book? Because at the moment we are living such a very difficult economic situation and it will be very interesting to have a tool set. So what are those challenges that you are actually describing? Well, we always have challenges in our life, okay? And the biggest challenge we always had is our mental well-being, our minds, okay, that we can do this sort of stuff. So the book basically handles, first of all, the mindset challenge. And the mindset, the monkey would have showed the sellers, you're not good enough. Okay, you can do this. Poor Jay, poor immigrant Jay, you're never going to set up your own company. All of this BS that we believe sometimes. Okay, so I give really good the insight of how I managed to sort of start with my mind first, believe in myself that I could do this sort of stuff, and then give tools. Okay, so basically, Robert Kiyosaki also says this, ignorance is very expensive, okay? And one of the biggest obstacles, one of the biggest challenges is, is absolutely that. You know, some people go and invest, especially in property, without no knowledge, and they get burned, okay? So I always said to people in my book as well, look, the best thing to do is to hire a mentor. A mentor that's ahead of you, a mentor that shares the same values and principles, because mentors, we always have mentors in our life, save us time. Because at the end of the day, the, you know, is to save time, isn't it? From Go from A to B in the less possible time. You know, you want to get all that knowledge, right? All those tools. So in the book, I shared about my journey of how I set up my company, how I build the momentum to get to where I am right now, and the community that I created as well. And also give several tools, several strategies that people can't start their journeys in property. So those, just to name a few, for the time being, I think I'll leave you with those two that are quite important in my view. We should also say that you have a lot of experience training groups of people in developing their skill set, their leadership style and their property understanding in order to be able to achieve their objectives Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, I started my journey as a student. Everyone is a student at the beginning, right? So at the beginning of my journey, I paid mentors a substantial amount of money to share with me their knowledge. Okay. And when I felt sort of ready, 
I decided to do the same. So what we do in our, let's say, academy is just basically, we have several products. Our main products is called Property Millionaires Bootcamp. Okay, so the Property Millionaires Bootcamp is a three-day mentorship. Students go and have a seven steps that every single developer needs to follow to be able to be successful in property development. And we give them also mindset in that course. And we give them also all the steps that they need to follow uh, in property development. And that is basically a face-to-face course that we give to our, our students. And then from that, if they want to continue with their journeys in property, what we offer is an academy. What's an academy? An academy is basically sort of our university. So where we have monthly meetings as well as quarterly meetings on different topics in property. So we typically we have a mastermind. A mastermind is a full day packed of knowledge and keynote speakers and so on and so forth. So our academy is basically a gathering of all property entrepreneurs, also mentors where we discuss projects, where we discuss opportunities and so on and so forth. So this, this is pretty much what we give to our students is uh, the environment, the safe environment, uh, and also all the tools, tools on a regular basis. So that's what the academy is. So how fantastic, the academy with all the courses and all the mentorship and all that experience is actually poured into your Property Metamorphosis book, which is absolutely awesome. So what would you tell people that are writing a book? Writing a book is a beautiful challenge that everyone should take, I think, because why? Okay, there are several reasons, okay? Once you want to leave your legacy, my legacy to the world is the book that you got at the back. I want to carry on writing now that I've been beaten by this beautiful bag of, you know, uh, leaving your legacy. And the thing is, the hardest is to start. So my advice to people is just set a date. What I did for my book, I set a date where I literally block five days of my agenda to go off the grid. What I decided to do is only on Instagram, if people want to see this, I decided to go on a mission to Spain, a book a hotel, and basically block all the time of that week, of those five days, to specifically do this. And in fact, I started my journey writing during my plane when I flew from Stansted to Malaga. I started there. And then over there, another tip is I apply what is called a Pomodoro technique. Have you ever heard of a Pomodoro technique? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Pomodoro technique is a really efficient technique. It's very simple. Basically, what you do is you chunk your day. Okay. Obviously, you had a target of 30,000 words on those five days. The book is about uh, 83,000 words but had a target of of 32,000 words on those five days. So you chant your day and basically having a reward every Pomodoro. And one Pomodoro is basically working solidly three times for 20 or 15 minutes, depending on your focus line. Okay, your focus line could be longer than 15 or 20 minutes. Then having a little rest and then start again, right? So... My day, you start at four o'clock in the morning, right? I would work solidly for 15 to 20 minutes, have a little rest in between, 
okay? And after you complete three Pomodoros, then you can have a reward, okay? So my first reward was about seven o'clock and it was my breakfast, oh. okay? <laughs> then from af after my breakfast, I would rest a little bit, okay? And then I do the same. And my second Pomodoro would have been like a coffee, okay? Or a smoothie or something like that. So it's consistent action and consistent rewarding yourself as well, okay? So I did that solidly. And guess what? At the end of day five, I achieved my target. So you've got to be, uh, you know, um, uh, committed to it. You know, that's very important. And maybe another, another share I give to you audiences, what you need to do is, is, is write what your audience want, okay? So I did ask several times from my audience, what would they like me to write in the book? So I did several Facebook Lives, I did several posts asking, what items would you like me to cover in the book? And the majority of the people were saying mindset, mindset, mindset. So then I follow their advice and I did that. A constant communication with your public is very important because at the end of the day you don't do it for you you're doing it for them but then i think that will brilliantly and then people are you know the feedback that i had was uh, really good so far so i'm quite pleased with that what a brilliant thing it also shows that you are super disciplined and i suppose to write a book one would need to be very, very disciplined. Otherwise, it could take 10 years or 20 years, right? One of my cousins has been writing her recipe book for 20 years, and I think she will take another 20. Yes. You got to put a deadline <laughs> as well. Absolutely fine. Absolutely uh, paramount. Yeah, that yeah. does help. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a very interesting journey from Colombia to the UK to being an employee to actually having your own business, doing all these things that bring together what is assets for life. Is there anything else that you would like to share with people that are listening to us, with young people or not so young that want to make the next move onto the property setting? One of the things that I like to share is probably the reason why I decided to jump from being an employee to being an employer and start my own journey in being an entrepreneur. For me, you need to ask, what's your big why? Okay, what's the reason? Okay, for me, my big why is spending quality time with my family, being able to do pretty much whatever I want, whenever I want, within limits, obviously. And, you know, what's the definition of success to you? For me, the definition of success is having a life that you cannot really wait to wake up to when i was working for someone else yes i was passionate about what i was doing yes i was sometimes enjoying what i was doing i was looking at the big picture i was obviously doing infrastructure but at the end of the day if i stop working all right if something happens to me i wouldn't be able to earn you know i wouldn't be able to uh, to pay for my expenses and also, I was giving all my energy to fulfilling someone else's dreams. I decided to just, you know, make a stop and thinking, look, I can do this. You know, I can actually set up my own business. I, I can make money work for me, right, right or the other way around and start a new journey. You know, the people think that is probably is going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but that's the beauty of it. You know, that is the, that is actually the reward. Sometimes when something is difficult, 
you got to enjoy the journey as well as the destination. Okay, and I have thoroughly enjoyed all of this transformation. That's why I call it property metamorphosis because it was being from a little caterpillar into into a nice butterfly. What I've been able to achieve myself, and I want people to be inspired. You know, by this journey, and hopefully create your own journeys. Rather than asking how much are you earning in your current job, ask yourself what are you becoming. Obviously, when I made the transition, I wasn't happy. I was becoming sort of a robot. You know, I used to leave Colchester train station at six o'clock and come back here really late with very low energy to give back to my family. The other thing that I want to share with the audience is the flexibility that this journey will give you if you decided to embark in a new journey. Recently, not you know, a couple of uh, weeks ago, I uh, went back home. You know, my mom had very ill. Uh, luckily, they're much better now. Okay, but if I was employed with someone else, it would have been very challenging to take a month off just to look after them. But now I was able to. So I'm grateful that I have now much, much more flexibility to be able to do something like that. I can go forever, give you my perspective of why should everyone else jump on their own journeys and start their own, you know, metamorphosis. I would very much like to find out what is next for Jay Munoz and property metamorphosis. I'm a tree hugger. Okay. So I always wanted something to do with sustainability. And I had the perfect opportunity. Luckily, a few months back, one of the trainings uh, at the Property Millionaires Bootcamp, I met an architect. His name is Emerson. Emerson, another mentor, and myself, we are writing a book on sustainability and passive houses, how to build a passive house. Do you know what a passive house is? No, please do tell me. What is a passive house? Passive house is basically a pretty much a carbon neutral house where you utilize everything Yeah, from the environment, you say basically the deconstruction itself is environmentally friendly. So utilize materials that are environmentally friendly, such as timber, recycling materials, and so on and so forth. Also, you I'm actually building my own house as we speak, and, and it's a passive house. Also, you use solar panels or any other means or renewable energy to generate the energy that you consume during the day. And also the envelope of the house is the loss, the thermal loss is very minimal, pretty much uh, zero. So once you are in the house, you know, there is no escapes of heat outside the house, if that makes sense. And equally in the summer is fresh, okay? So there's got different components. So as we speak, we are uh, having meetings, regular meetings to develop this sort of a guide or the book on how to write or how to build your own house uh, sustainably and on a budget as well. So yeah, so we are in the process of doing that. And also with my business partner, Liam Ryan, we are about to release a book on our journey together. So it's going to be another opportunity for people to get to know the journey with the business partner um, as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm working on those. And obviously I have uh, the academy that is growing as well. So we have now become not only a property investment company, but a sort of a wealth creation. So we have several opportunities for people to invest in funds and other very good options for people that are not into property. So yeah, so it's, it's a lot going on in my life. I love this 
you know, this creating wealth, you know, creating win-wins with people because at, at the end of the day, it's got to be a win-win for all. You know, it's got to be a win-win for our students. It's got to be a win-win for our joint venture partners and so on and so forth. But I love, I love this uh, wealth creation. This is Urban Jungle with your host, Magda Flores. Thanks for joining. And if there is a topic or people you would like to hear from, all you have to do is drop me a line. My email address is urbanwsolutions at gmail.com. Urban environments need your help. Be part of the solution. Check out our training courses on urban well-being. Developed in partnership with SIWEM, the UK's Chartered Institute of Water and Environmental Management.